0: happy new year happy new year yeah. oh my god <clears throat> what am i doing this is horrible happy new year guys um welcome to another episode of the nigerian sports fan podcast and i have been away from you guys for the past two weeks three weeks yeah it's been a long time and i've missed you guys so much you have no idea but unfortunately some things had to take my attention i had to f- i had to really focus on those things and that's why i haven't really been able to record and then um, also as time went on during my time away from the podcast i was able to do some reflection actually think and analyze things for myself and i figured out that maybe you know just maybe i may need to you know expand the podcast when i mean expand i mean you know get more views in you know maybe not not talk about just football alone because as a person i have a lot of things i think about every day that i probably should be sharing and a lot of topics that i've I won't say I'm the best or the most educated in, educated arts rather, but, you know, I have enough knowledge in certain things, and I would just want to just want to talk about it basically, because most of the time, I remember all these things to myself, and I say, okay, let me share it with people. But today, I'm really going to be talking about football, unfortunately, but it is the first episode of the year 2021. It's amazing. We, we are here. It's 2021. Oh my God. It's just, man, it's another year. I'm getting older. Birthday is coming up, you know, this year. And then yeah I'll probably have to remember that i'm older again oh god anytime it's a new year i always get this word but anyways this is not what we're talking about we're gonna crack on it's january and you know what january means it's a transfer window that is open just window is open the games are coming thick and fast there are lots of cup semi-finals coming up the fa cup the um, league cup semi-final it's a very key month and um there's a lot there are lots of games that will be happening in this month and then um, you know more football basically more, more more football more of the beautiful game coming our way in this month so let's crack on we're gonna be talking about the football happenings of this past week um we're looking at from basically this week and i'll just basically say what i okay the past two weeks have been away there have a lot of things that have happened and i have really i really want to give my two cents on them you know that's it so um let's crack on so starting with um during the week, um, during the week, when Leeds played against West Brom and they won 5-0, which you know, and <laughs> there was a tweet that circulated like around, there's a guy called KGPOV, he's a Leeds fan, he's a YouTuber, and he said that, you know, they're going to actually pummel West Brom. He was so confident in Leeds beating West Brom, he said Leeds are going to beat West Brom 4-0, like this is going to be an, an annihilation. The guy was so confident. Now you know what how these kind of videos how they normally end most of the time is whenever you brag into a game you get to you get your ass handed to you you get humbled we saw that with chelsea fans when they were so cocky going into the match against arsenal and arsenal had their arsenal literally handed their asses to them beat them 3-1 and sent them packing back to west london right but you check this out you've got um a game here um, it didn't end that way you know Leeds actually went out and did the business between the first half, to a 4 up I mean obviously we know how Westman we are going to play we are going to play you know, a low block basically how they did at Anfield how they did at Man City and how they probably did against Spurs and how they did against Man United you know you know, these are games where they, they, get, they made it difficult for the opponent basically they did play a low block multiple banks you know set up a certain manner to ensure that they see out the match and they try against Leeds. Well, leads are no pushovers. The thing with Leeds is leads, they take a lot of risks. The problem with Leeds is how they, I won't say it's a problem, but the way they play, they take a lot of risks, right? Now to break down the low block, you have to take a lot of risks. So if it means pouring men forward, which is how Leeds play, when they put three at Aston Villa some months ago with a Bamford scoring a hat trick, leads literally pushed everybody forward and you know they you no, know, they pushed everybody forward basically and even towards the end of the game they were 3-0 up already they were still going it's probably their downfall also because they could win 3-2 and they could be on the end of a 6-2 pommelin they could win 5-2 and they could be on the end of the 4-1 Remember, I'll take you back to some months ago when they lost 4-1 to Leicester and 4-1 to Newcastle to Crystal Palace in the space of two games or something like that but at least they are still playing the way they are playing they Won 5-2 against Newcastle and they lost 6-2 to Man United. That is these are the kind of results that at least, least will get. I would say reminds me of Spurs, although I didn't watch that Spurs. Spurs in the 90s under Osvaldo Adiles. He's an Argentine manager, former player. Um World Cup 1978 winner. Yeah. Osvaldo Ad- Adiles. So he became a manager. And you know, this the kind of results you will see: 4-3 wins, 4-3 losses, 5 new wins. You know it's it's up and down i don't want to be a Leeds fan i'm not gonna lie it's really going to be it's really going to be hard to be a Leeds fan you don't know how you how to feel you don't know what to expect this weekend it's a cool feeling for a neutral but a Leeds fan i don't think so they could have done that in the premier League, in the championship and got away with it but in the premier league they wouldn't be able to do that and get away with it because there are some games teams we actually set up to neutralize them and hit them on the break because of the risks they take they're going to be open at the back Leeds could draw 6-6. They are a team that can draw 6-6 or 5-5. It's very possible. They are mad. <laughs> I, I like them as a neutral. I'm not going to lie. I like them as a neutral. So, um, I like as a neutral, I like Leeds. But when they are facing my team, obviously, I may not really want to... <laughs> obviously, I'm against them and I want my team to take advantage of their weaknesses. But I'm not going to do a review of the game. Why I'm talking about Leeds, it's... During the course of the week, there was um, an... I won't say an incident a situation or a kind of sticky situation it's about women it's 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 a topic that we've been talking about for a long time maybe not me talking about it but like you know talking about it maybe in locker rooms not locker rooms literally but you know behind the scenes talk about it li, li, um, so women in football how women we want to take banter in football can women take banter in football sometimes and these equality conversations when they when they come up Women in football. I've always maintained that, you know, for women, they want to be treated equally. They have to be ready to take the banter that men have in football. For example, the roastings you see. Some of the really vile, I'm not going to support maybe vile jokes. Obviously, personally, I'm a, I'm a fan of dark humor. So, you know, things like that don't hurt me. I just laugh them off. People may not be strong enough to take it. And if you're going to be in football, you have to be ready to take it. So, Karen, Karen, what's her name? Karen's forgotten her full name but her name is karen she's not when you say karen she's not really. you know karen the name has actually become a joke because of the karens in america those white women who <laughs> don't want to mind their business but her name is karen <laughs> i've forgotten her full name i'll remember as i keep talking so karen i think she made a comment about leads being promoted because of covid so um I was digressing a bit, but anyway, I'll talk about it anyway. Leeds being promoted because of Covid. So she may have said something about Leeds being promoted because of Covid. So after Leeds finished that match, they posted a video of her, just as they've been doing, with previous people who have made comments about Leeds. Gabriel Agbonlahor Lahor made comments about Leeds. He was always making jokes about them. And when Leeds beat Aston Villa at 3-0, they posted his tweets and posted their results. And you know, it's a meme, basically. And it was fun. So, and Karen, is it Karen Fisher? I think it's Karen Fisher or something. Karen. So, she made a comment. So, they posted her video and they posted their results. You know, we got promoted because of COVID. And the base started flying up. Oh, it's sexist. And you have to see this journalist. I mean, obviously, it's a few day for the Simps. I mean, you know, my my, you will hear a lot of my views on feminism and Simps and all that as time goes on. But, like, now obviously, this seems captain save a simp, captain save the day, captain save a woman. Those guys, they just came out from nowhere, came out in droves, you know, attacking leads, calling leads. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. how are leads sexist? I mean, if you call them sexist, you're actually being sexist yourself because you are believing that women are weak enough, are too weak to be able to take banter, especially in the sport as football, because football. It's a space where people assume that women are, are not strong enough to take so if they are coming into that space, assuming that they can't hold their own, you are calling them weak, you are saying that okay these women is actually sexist because you have a low expectation of them of being able to handle their own. She came in and said she wants to be involved in football, she's involved in football. She should know about the banter, especially on the man side. Now people could argue about um women being in this could discourage women from getting I'm like, okay, it's just the way it has always been. It's not really going to be a sport that would change because i it. To answer, I've always been worried about football going soft. However, however, I'm not going to... Maybe those those abuse that you should probably be getting, other stuff, like, obviously, Agbon Lahore is, is mixed, but obviously, he's black. Somewhere. So racist abuse probably not acceptable and all that, but banter is what is acceptable. Now, people are talking about, oh, elite are being unprofessional. No, you never said we're unprofessional when they did that to Agbon Lahore. You never said they are unprofessional when they did that to other pundits. Why are they being unprofessional now? They are talking about um, them. I remember um, Jimmy Carragher making saying that is he's, he's so sure of getting relegated than Liverpool winning the league. Now Fulham I, 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 did they? I can't. I don't know if they did, but I think Fulham actually drew against um, Liverpool, or something like that. When you drew Liverpool, Fulham could have they talked to them. You know, there's nothing wrong with what Leeds are doing. Personally, I don't. You want banter, you take the banter they've done it to other pundits before why is this a different situation all the other pundits ferdinand it's coming out and saying it's, they should take it down no man they shouldn't take it down they are fine the way they are and they should continue doing what they want to do i don't think it's sexist and that's just my view on the whole they take on the whole thing i don't think it's sexist i think it's a very fine thing that they've done and they are free to continue it it's banter it's just banter it's football take it it's just the way it's just the way it is but anyway, that's 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 just my my take on the whole situation, the listing, and then during the course of the week there was um there was a there was a, see, a two games that were postponed during the course of the week, and then I'm going to point out the hypocrisy of the Premier League here. Yeah? The Premier League is just hypocrisy, so it's just a case of the big guys, no one rule for one, another rule for another. The inconsistencies here. Yeah? I'm not going to say I'm not going to say a big club, small club bias because Fulham are not really you know among the perennial big guys although man city are but we we I digress I think so during the call of the week Man City had some COVID um tests and they came up positive I think Carl Walker um Gabriel Jesus Gabriel Jesus yeah they had some COVID so they could not their game against um, Everton during the midweek was cancelled and postponed so Man City had to play Man City didn't play during the week, so it was postponed. So other games played and it didn't hold. The next day, Spurs against Fulham didn't hold. Fulham had to come to Spurs and Fulham didn't hold because there was COVID. There are some COVID outbreaks amongst the Fulham team. Spurs were actually ready to play. Ready to play, they were in the lounge, prepared, and they didn't get results, any, any feedback from Fulham and probably the last minute communication. Now there are arguments about when the when the um, news got back got to them about the COVID situation, um, the COVID outbreak in on Fulham's part or on um, Everton's part. Everton, they are like, they would like an explanation. sports are like, okay, wish you guys good luck, you know. But personally, I would like an explanation because I'm Fulham now. They've travelled and I'm probably going to play against Burnley. You know, you guys said you have COVID. You know, you couldn't play during the midweek. I mean, I thought it was 10 days isolation, right? I think Fulham came back and said their players are feeling unwell. My, the reason why I would understand the position of the Premier League here if they had applied the same rule for West Ham, when West Ham had two of their players, including David Moyes, out for COVID, with COVID, and they didn't postpone these games for them. They didn't, these games were not postponed, they weren't um, shifted forward to accommodate them. So how come all of a sudden it's now a you know a big deal? Why is it a big deal now for Fulham? Why why sorry? Why is it a different rule for Fulham and Man City? But you didn't apply that rule for West Ham. And David Moyes after the game today, their win at Everton today, David Moyes raised the point he was like why why didn't you guys do this for us too? Because we are out with COVID, myself and two of my players, and you did not postpone you did not postpone the game you didn't shift the game forward and say okay or adjourn no postpone or something yeah postpone the game you didn't postpone the game you let you you let us play and we carried on and we found a way around it surely you shouldn't surely the same logic should be applied here and that was basically you know what they were calling out for they were crying out for and saying you know listen this is this is just this is how it is i i don't think i personally this is what i think right I personally don't think um, you I never liked that rule because there was a rule of a neuro person Like one said we have to forfeit I didn't like the look of that rule my point here my, my own here is about but whether I agree with the rule or not is irrelevant if there's a rule for me there should always be consistency in these rules there should be consistency in these rules now when you've done one and you're not applying for the other then that is that becomes a problem you know that, and i i was disappointed but you know, there's nothing i can do about it it's just something that should be pointed out and should be explained properly because okay what is now the precedent do you do what you is the minimum amount of players that should be that should be down with covid for you to postpone a match and with the amount of games in, look at the table now the table looks odd right liverpool could be top of the table but there are many teams that have games in hand aston villa have two games in hand if i'm not mistaken two games i think they have two or one I will check it again. I think Aston Villa have two games. They have games against Newcastle and they are, yes, Aston Villa have two games in hand. Man City have two games in hand now. Sports have a game in hand. Man United have a game in hand. So when these games are played, the table could look a lot different right now. Because by virtual, virtual, virtual positions, a lot of these teams currently occupy. The table could look a lot different. By virtual positions, these teams currently occupy. And you, you know, so that's right like for me whenever any position a team is currently standing on right now for me i don't think you should actually make a big deal out of it that's why i look at fans who brag about they are currently above this no man you can't really brag about positions especially when they are games in hand and that could literally change the conversation you know as time goes on it could change the conversation of things but then again it is what it is as i, like I always say it's it's football and there's nothing we can you know we can do about it it's football but then yeah well but my my own take has always been this right why push why why not why one rule for one one for the other but anyways let's move on to the next topic um during the course of the past two weeks i was out the same thing i was out i wasn't injured. i was just out <laughs> i was i took a break rather a much needed break <laughs> so during the two weeks i took a break I I figured that there were some things that happened. So Messi scored his 644th goal. And um yeah. So, Budweiser sent 644 um, drinks, bottles of beer, out to every goalkeeper Messi has scored against. So, it is shared with the amount of goals that each goalkeeper has considered. So, goalkeepers goalkeeper has considered a certain amount. I think somebody has considered 19 goals against Messi. So, there are 196 goalkeepers in total that have considered... Goals against Messi. So each of them got bottles and bottles of beer to themselves. Now, <laughs> they obviously, there'll be jokes around Twitter. Oh, this goalkeeper is going to get drunk. I think Kepa received two bottles or something like that. So now, the reason why this is coming up is the pay. Pe- it's Pele comes into this conversation. So the official record was 744 goals for one player for a particular club, right? So one club. Let's say you play for a particular club is 100 and. 644 goals because he played for one club so that was the conversation so Messi has broken that record Santos comes out and says no, Pele actually scored a thousand goals a thousand and one or something goals a thousand plus goals And people, why? they say oh we against certain opposition so they were this they were this friendly so if you I mean okay but that's not the official count right so where are these extra goals coming from <laughs> the memes around me was funny there were memes about you know, Pelic recording the goals that he scored against, against his um against his brother in the back again, players goals that Pele scored in the back post. I mean this means were funny. Goals that Pele, Pele scored in training. I mean it's ridiculous to count those goals. But personally this is what I would do. I saw this this on YouTube um, by FNG and he said that you know if he's messy, what he would do is take the ball to um create like a goal post, something like that. Then play the ball across, just play it in there, and keep counting the goals. Because that—that that is what is ridiculous—and Pele on his Instagram still had a thousand two hundred and eight or something. His official number in total, so means that he acknowledges that he has con- he has scored three hundred forty-four at club level for Sant for one club. So where is this um, um rule coming from? Where is this rule coming from? Why is, this, where is it coming from all of a sudden that this player this 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 this? this, this. Then um, yeah. Back with the transfer window, like I said, I mentioned earlier, transfer window is open and there are going to be rumors flying around, trust me, lots of rumors flying around, it's going to be fun, it's going to be exciting, and Romano is, is back, he's going to have a lot of busy fingers, and it's January second, and obviously clubs need a lot of, there are many teams who need reinforcements, You know, clearly they are not balanced yet, like I said, Spurs they need a centre back, a fast one, preferably a fast one, Damien Sanchez isn't really cutting it, he's fast, yes, but he's too error prone um man city probably need a striker um who else chelsea they probably need we need a striker too a clinical striker but i say chelsea are okay they just need to gel their squad they are okay i don't think they need a striker though. but they do because they need someone to score goals they are not scoring enough goals um liverpool they need a centre-back. They need a centre-back. Liverpool need centre-back. Obviously, if you, you don't need you be living under a rock if you don't know Liverpool need centre-back. Especially when you look at how Nathaniel Phillips performed against um, Newcastle when he was pressed. Because Newcastle was targeted when he held onto the ball. They had like three of their players pressing him because he was the least comfortable centre-back among the two in possession. So, you see so they see that there's a weakness there Liverpool need a centre back it's gonna be arrogance for Liverpool to actually go to this window and not sign a centre back it is literally peak arrogance you know on their part for them to do something like that then you have um um Arsenal i mean Arsenal need an attacking midfielder they can register Ozil but we all know why they're not going to register Ozil because you know the china situation it's a very long story that's really political it's not really performance based Ateta would be lying to himself if he thinks that if if he's trying to claim that it's performance based and that's why he isn't putting OZ because Arsenal haven't really been good without OZ So you have really no um, leg to stand on if you claim that the reason why you dropped X player is because of you know, this 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 X Y Z. We fast forward and we look at um, Gaudi. Um, who else? I think Man United. Do they need anybody? I would say Man United need a centre back i'd say they are okay they have enough to see out the season it's up to them though if they want to sign but they look good so far and they they probably need to see out the season. they probably have enough to see out the season. i don't think they need anybody though but they could do they they still have some weaknesses but it's just it's just it's just the way it is in my opinion and you know right now they probably do we'll see we'll see if they do But i don't really think they do because i don't think they need much the teams that i've mentioned also probably need much players you know they just want to see over over the finish line but um i'll start with sports and i've seen some links already with players already and sports could look to take advantage of the market but i can't really you know say much about who what i think you know i can't really say much about um a lot of players because sometimes you'll be thinking one thing and then when that player comes out i probably said sports should have gotten Suarez last season but sport ended up getting Vinicius personally i wanted Suarez but they said Mourinho was only one who wanted Vinicius so it is what it is Man City with um, Aguero, getting in, Aguero not being the same guy and Gabriel Jesus not the same guy anymore at the moment you know it's 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 going it's going the way it is you know i don't know man I, It's a very funny window, you know, the fans could see something, the manager could see something else and say, okay, I have enough here. But for me, sports really need to get in that position where, in this January window, I would like Tanganga to be back. I would like Tanganga to be the right back. I don't really trust Odie. The game against Leicester showed why I can't trust Odie. You know, it was nil-nil, going into halftime, 46 minutes the stoppage time is over already Oriel literally goes and gives away a penalty and damages the entire game plan Leicester just had to sit back and play on the break you know and, you know, and Spurs had to just commit and Spurs had slow center-back so Spurs did a center-back but I will play Tanganga right-back Doherty, not it. not the guy we expected him to be although he played okay against Wolves but ah, it's not the same guy but I will play Tanganga right-back you know defensively you know solid enough defensively and he played really well one plus at, at right back against Liverpool against Middlesbrough last season against um, uh man City Liverpool yeah played well at right back so I'll play my right back centre-back sports need a centre-back there yeah, centre-backs available there's Botman there's a um, this centre-back Ramos ah, Ramos is like a stretch for me especially when you look at how his relationship with Mourinho ended in the very last Mourinho's very last season but we'll see maybe times have changed years people have moved on and all that we'll see but then we we look at um players also we look at um man um who else yeah there have been links go keep okay yeah i'm trying to remember some of the things i saw like the links i've seen yeah so yeah so, so the links reports that came out you know that Mourinho wants a center back and a defensive midfielder makes a lot of sense because hoi b is actually playing all the matches He's playing all the matches the center back obviously for obvious reasons fast one so sports can push up and play high up the pitch the thing about playing playing pushing out of the pitch and trying to press is you need a fast center back for recovery so with someone like you need, you need to be able to recover you need to be able to, for recovery so you need to when you push up even if there's something positioning can do for you positioning your position probably can cut out interception but sometimes there are some players that may beat you may have to win, you know, beat in the foot race and probably why Mandelk is the best in the world right now you have to beat in the foot race and you have to catch up and keep up with them and that's what you know these kind of games this um kind of that's why you need a fast center back when you push up the problem with damage is that is fast he has he's too error prone the errors he makes are too much and very unnecessary and that's probably the problem with why sports can't really push up at the moment i mean man city the problem is not even man city striker but i think they are very predictable and so easy to play against so maybe they could create they could create chances and, chances and chances and chances and chances but still won't do anything because sometimes it's the same pattern you know they do the same thing back, 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 the same pattern and pass back cut back it's literally the same pattern so Man city are so easy to play against So when they want to play with their two number eight or something so you push you if you're able to flood out the center, you flood the center, you force them wide, they try to cross in, you win the headers, you win your headers, you win your headers and that's Manchester in a nutshell. You play Manchester, you're done with them. Manchester are so easy to play against. Really when you shut up a certain way to play against them. And that's why I I people could say Manchester a striker. I think it's beyond just a striker. They probably need you know something else. They need something fresh. A different maybe attacking midfielder or something. I don't really know if they need a striker. Garbage is okay, yes. But Losing Sunny is on that is one thing though. Making Sunny losing Sunny is a big deal in my opinion for Man City. Then you've got um Liverpool obviously I've said he a centre back. So Liverpool have been linked with um Botman also. Spurs have been linked with Botman, Liverpool have been linked with Botman. Uh, Liverpool have been linked with um this guy at at Leipzig, um this centre back, Pomecano, I don't know if Konate though, but Pomecano is a guy I know i been linked with. So, moves are going to be made in this January. Um, Chelsea, no links. Arsenal, they've been linked with this guy. So, let me go back to Spurs. So, Spurs have been linked with um, Sabica, um CF Bayern, quite a reliable journalist. here. So, he said that, you know, Spurs have you know, spoken and they will then... Moreno likes the guy, he's interested in him. They've watched him for a long time. And um, it was all about the money, basically. And the issue is he's, he earns 6 million euros a year at Leipzig. Now, Leipzig can't pay more than that because that's what they can't pay. So he's about, it's about money. It's about trying to secure his last big contract. He's currently 26 years old. He's about trying to secure his last big deal. His last big contract to get up and running. That is what he's trying to secure for himself. You know, It's a, it's a money spot. So he's trying to, and he's not signing a new contract. So this is 2021. His contract expires in 2022. He has one, 2022 or one, of the two, one year left on his contract. So he has one year left on his contract. It expires next summer, from what I've seen. So he would, so Spurs can get him in January. It will be very fine. Sabitzer could just come in. He play, can play on the right wing. Can play as a number ten. Can play in the center of the midfield as a box to box guy. So he is literally a very could he could, he could be a very important player for Spurs if he plays. Now, if you go forward and you look at other positions that need to be to be filled for Spurs. Also, need um, I won't say a right back if Tanganga comes back and the injuries are getting frustrating for him, obviously, because his run of games is very important for him. But they have to move on to a lot of players, in my opinion. They have to move on, to Lucas at Mora, they have to move on, um, uh, Sanchez, they have to move on. Oh god, there are more players to move on, though, but I can't remember some now. But Sanchez and um look at for me are two players that need to be moved on and if they move on those guys we get funds and probably get better quality of players into those positions because get funds one and the homegrown issue that sports currently have i will not let daily Ali go i will leave daily Alli because he looks like somebody that could find his form, but we'll see yeah so we'll see we'll see how it goes then um he i forgot up already Arsenal, they've had some links. I saw had links to Arsenal. I don't know if that story has much legs I don't know because it looked more like Shlobushla like, was the guy they wanted to sign. I don't know if he had legs but Kolasinac has joined them um, in on loan to the end of the season I think the Arsenal signed him from Shaka on the free and Arsenal fans are quite excited about him but it hasn't really worked out so he has gone back. He's gone to Shaka. Um Yeah, so I think that's basically what I have to say. It's nice knowing you guys. It's nice coming back on and having another episode to put out there to start the year with. It's a beautiful it's been a beautiful year so far. Hopefully it's um I mean beautiful because I'm trying to be positive, stay positive as much well as I can. But um nice I want it to be as beautiful as possible. Obviously the COVID is not gone. I mean it's quite naive of me to actually believe. It would be naive of me to believe that I just slept and woke up in twenty twenty one and it is now covid free you know they see covid out there and then hopefully the world goes through wins this battle hopefully i have many reservations i have many things about this i have many opinions about covid and many other stuff but i'm not gonna share it i'm gonna keep it to myself it's probably it's, it's too it's a topic that is too um divisive that is too volatile to touch if i talk about it it could literally explode in many ways i would not understand Anthony, and good nights